842, 18 before 9. Tommy Tucker, WWL, on his Thursday morning, March 2nd. A little cool front comes through, going to cool us uh, up over the weekend, cool us down, I should say. Highs of 84 today, then in the 70s. Plenty of sunshine, should be nice. David Hammer joins us now, our friend, WWL-TV investigative reporter. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm all right. How are you, Tommy? I'm okay. During the pandemic, I saw an infomercial about insurance for this type of thing that we're going to talk about, and I wrote a note on the whiteboard, and it's still up there because I was wondering, is this a thing that is of legitimate concern or not? And we're talking about scammers using fake IDs and forged documents to sell lots they don't own. Tell us what's going on here, David. Well, I think this is something that's a little bit different and a little bit new. I mean, it's not totally never seen before, but it's really hitting the country hard and hitting New Orleans pretty hard recently, just in the last several weeks. And that is people pretending to own vacant lots where you don't have to do inspections, you don't have to do a lot of stuff in person, and using uh, some of this DocuSign technology and other things that uh, allow people to do a lot of these real estate transactions remotely, pretending to be the owner of a vacant lot, and then selling it or trying to sell it and getting deposits and things like that uh, transferred to bank accounts and then closing them and disappearing and uh, tying up the title and causing all kinds of problems, uh, even if the agents, uh, real estate agents and the title attorneys discover the problem in time to stop the sale from going through. And, you know, it reminded me a little bit back after Katrina, I did this investigation that led to the first case of road home fraud, Mm -hmm. where uh, a gentleman was using uh, quit claim deeds to just stick paper into the records, so to speak, into the land records to make it look like he had some kind of controlling interest in the property, which he didn't, and then transferring it to his wife and then the wife collecting a road home grant on the property. And you see these kinds of scams with quick quick claim deeds happening uh, over the years. But this is different because you actually have people pretending to be the owners, creating fake IDs, creating all kinds of documents, fake notarial stamps, all kinds of stuff in order to trick people. And even when agents and title attorneys are on guard, sometimes it's slipping past them. So uh, when I did this story, um, the NOPD said that they're going to be investigating and the uh, real estate community is on guard now, but it's still continuing to happen. I'm still getting calls and tips from folks saying that this is still happening around the New Orleans area. It's just crazy to think that you can own a a piece of ground and that there should be so much documentation on this. And it's, you know, I guess the dusty shelves. And I knew somebody used to do title work. It's tedious work, but it's everything when it comes to who owns the land, I guess, right? And the title search and all of that stuff when you buy a house. How do they get past all of this? Well, it's you know land record, land rights in this country are supposed to be sacrosanct, right? Mm-hmm. But you know if you can do all kinds of creative things with fake documentation and tie the whole thing up, and even if you get away with just a few thousand dollars tricking somebody into sending you a Zelle, which is what's happened in a couple of cases, somebody Zells them five thousand dollars, thinking that it's a legitimate deposit, and this is just goes to show you you have to. You, rely on the professionals, rely on the title attorneys, rely on the real estate agents 
who know when something isn't quite right, because sometimes when people do things for sale by owner, when they do things without really, uh, uh, you know, knowing what they're doing, they can get tricked. And that's what's happened here in several cases. And one thing that this uh, gentleman, Daniel Tan, I spoke to, who was the real owner of a property and then someone tried to pretend to be him one thing he's doing to protect himself on these vacant lots he's owned is actually taking out mortgages even though he owns them outright and and taking out mortgages with himself just so he's sure that he'll be notified if anything is uh, put into the record that on is property. crazy that is yeah. beyond belief yeah, wow. I mean, it, it's crazy the the things now that uh, with technology, you know, it makes our lives so much easier, but it also opens us up to this kind of fraud. And the point that he made is, you know, back in the early 2000, 2005, 2006, when there were all people's information was stolen from the, the uh, credit agencies. Yeah. And 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 they their social security numbers got out there. Who knows? Who has access to that all these years down the line that allows them to make all kinds of falsified records and pretend to be you? So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, identity theft is a major problem that can even influence who it looks like owns a property. Who? Tell me about the Zell thing, David. I'm not up on that, really. I don't have anything to do with it. And Tell me what happens. Oh, Zelle is a, a way of transferring money, uh, you know, paying somebody directly with a transfer uh, online. Um, I, I, I don't do it's any. I don't do any of that. That's why I don't know anything about it. I don't yeah. do any PayPal. I don't know. I do. I'll do business with a credit card because they got protection when it comes to that. But go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt right. you. You know, v- very good point. I mean, it's it's incredible with cash apps and and, and Zelle, which is I think associated with Chase Bank. In this case, it was a Chase Bank account, um, but I don't think it even has to be a Chase Bank account for you to sell somebody money, which, you know, basically with their name and an online uh, uh, handle and their phone number, you can transfer money directly to somebody's bank account and vice versa. And so, you know, somebody says, hey, sell me the money and it'll be a deposit, a good faith deposit that we're moving forward with this sale before you have any kinds of of transfer of the property. And all of a sudden you're out $5,000. And that's what's happened in several of these cases. Does title actually change? Do people lose the property or do they just have a giant expensive mess that they have to untangle? Well, yeah, at the end of the day, you have a giant expensive mess that you have to untangle because you have recourse through the civil courts. But the crazy thing about this scam is in the case that I detailed in the story with Daniel Tan, the person who got ripped off was actually the buyer of the property who would have then paid money to this fake Daniel Tan. And then Daniel Tan, the real Daniel Tan, would be left without his property technically and in order to get it back he would have to sue the person who was ripped off mm. and say hey you took my property and, out from and under hope, me and hope that there were assets there because the he already paid the money for the lot right the other person to the to exactly. the phony person exactly and of course those assets would be long gone because uh, the other point that's made here is that banks are under no obligation to report this stuff to the authorities. So if they get a, a word that there might be a fraudulent activity involved with the bank account, they just close it. 
And then finding the person who's set up this account is so difficult. So I know the NOPD is working this case. Uh, they, After I contacted them, they said that the person who was working the case had been out on leave and would be resuming it immediately this week. Um, but finding the person who is creating the fake records and fake, fake IDs and getting the money transferred and then closing the accounts is very, very difficult. All right, let me take a quick break. We'll pick it up here. we come back talking to David Hammer, WWL-TV investigative reporter, scammers using fake IDs, forged documents to sell vacant lots they don't own. So what could happen is C owns the lot. A says they're going to buy it, but they pay B for the lot, who is pretending to be C, then C says, well, wait a minute, hang on a second, we got to get all this straight, and then they can sue A, as I understand it, but A has already given the money to B. And C is left untangling this big mess and trying to maintain the fact that they own the property, I think is what's going on. 851-9-9, traffic now, WWL. 857 now, 3 till 8, David Hammer, WWL-TV investigative reporter. I think I managed to muddy the waters that he was trying to clear, so let's see, David. <laughs> You got A. I thought you, I thought you had it right. I, okay, well, let's see. You got A, B, and C. So C owns the lot, and then B decides, you know what? I'm going to try to sell C lot, C's lot from underneath them. So they get in touch with A. A pays B for the lot. B absconds with the money. A thinks he owns the piece of land. C says, wait a minute, it's mine. And now C has an intensive on his hands to try to get his lot back. Well, to, yeah, to clear the title on it. I mean, it, I don't think we've seen any examples where B comes in and actually tries to claim the lot and do something with it. They just are doing this transaction to get the money. So exactly. C and would not be suing A then. C would be going after B for the money, right? No, B is gone. Nobody right. knows where B is so, unless the, the law enforcement gets involved and they, and they say they're trying to and tries to hunt down B, then B never has any repercussions. The issue here is then C is left to essentially sue A in order to get A's claims to the property off uh, of the records. And you. that's the thing because A is a victim. A has no idea that they're being lured into a fake sale. They think they're legitimately buying a vacant lot that's legitimately for sale. And they're so bold. These people that you call B are so bold it's in doing this that what's that? It's for bad. That's one they made them. Yeah, B, B for bad. Yeah. Very good. They're so bold in doing it that they're even hiring real estate agents because so much of what is done now in real estate is done remotely, is done with, you know, somebody who might be across the country or even around the world saying, hey, I want, I've got this lot in New Orleans I want to sell, and uh, can you help me put it on the market? And so it's, it, there's a lot of lessons being shared now, finally, because uh, it's suddenly being, you know, an and issue. Spe speaking of which, David, only 30 seconds left. The best way to keep yourself from being a victim of this? It apparently is to take out a mortgage on a lot, even if you own it outright, and uh, make sure that you're keeping an eye on the land records. And as an agent or a title uh, attorney, you got to double, triple check. And if anything seems fishy, you should question it. And if you recourse as NOPD, nothing against the brave men and women that work for NOPD, but they're 
they're up against it as it is. Yeah, so. but they say they're working this case, so let's let's give them a chance. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not criticizing them. I think everybody's doing the best they can. I'm just saying that's something else that would factor into this. Thank you, David, for all your hard work. I appreciate it. You know that. David nope. Hammer, WWL-TV investigative reporter. We come back, we'll talk to Rafael Goineche about these interstate shootings and more WWL.